know that you're the wrong person to ask this question of, but I'll ask it anyway. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. It's 5.55 on this Thursday morning, Halloween the 19th, 2023. That's right. Halloween the 19th. Pull it up, baby. Um, don't dare show any cleavage on this show. What the hell are you doing over there with your wardrobe? What are you pulling up? I was pulling up my tank top. What are you, what are you doing with the tank top down? That's the question. <laughs> well, sort of went further than I wanted it to. Well, I don't know how much time you guys are spending in the cubicle. Remind me not to go in there. I haven't been in there at all today. Mm. Well, that lockable bathroom or something. All right. Here's the question. If, there's, if there are Christmas things for sale, then it's okay for the store to be playing Christmas music on <laughs> Halloween the 18th, which was yesterday. Halloween the 17th, the 16th. Sure. My husband was someplace the other day that they had Christmas music and he kind of liked it, which surprised me. Get surprised why, me. Why would he like it on the 19th day of Halloween? I don't know. He found himself shopping someplace and he said, I found myself singing along with the Christmas Now here's songs. the question. There's a difference. And somebody, somebody tried to explain this to me yesterday who I was talking to about this. Not my wife, by the way. Um, I said, uh, Christmas decorations are different than Christmas items for sale. And that if you have decorated for Christmas, then you can play Christmas music. If you're selling Christmas items, and I'll just tell you, this is a person that works at Costco. Says we have a policy that if you're selling Christmas, that you can not play Christmas music. And I'm like, when is there ever music in the Costco? I don't hear any music in the Costco. He says, well, if we have a radio or if we, or we have like a sound unit that we're selling. Yeah. And I don't think they play music throughout the Costco. They said, we won't allow it unless we're decorated for Christmas. And I remember last Christmas, I don't remember seeing any decorations at, at Costco. And I said, are you sure you don't work somewhere else too? <laughs> he goes, no, you'll see some things. I'm like, really? I thought they were pretty non like like non-denominational, if that's the way to put it. Nonetheless. Non-denominational Costco. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, they don't you don't see a bunch of Christmas decorations, which is a Christian holiday. You don't see a lot of menorahs, which is, you know, Jewish in recognition of of uh, Hanukkah. You don't see Kwanzaa decorations, mm-hmm. you know, you don't see these things at so question quickly. Is it okay for Christmas music if they're not decorated? For Christmas, was the Coles that your husband went to with Christmas music playing? Was it decorated for Christmas? I don't on, know. On Halloween the eighteenth yesterday. I don't know. I'll have to ask him that. He just said he was. He then just it's said incongruous. It's an. It's incongruous. And then if you're going to go ahead and give the Christmas decorations their due, you know, November one, no shave. You know, the first day of no shave, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, then, then that's one thing. That's something. But not, not before Halloween, right? Not before Halloween. Kim, even you, with seasonal acceleration disorder, not before Halloween, right? Come on. Not generally. Tell everybody. Not generally do I... What do you mean, not generally? How about just a... Can you give a black or white answer, please? No, because sometimes sometimes I play Christmas music (sighs) in July in my car. But, you know, it has nothing to do with Jesus, though, does it? It has everything to do with Jesus. This? Okay, this does not. No. All right, good morning. Welcome. 559. This is the worst Christmas song. Well, okay, this and Christmas shoes. What's wrong with Christmas shoes? I hate Christmas shoes. Well, then you won't be getting any this year. I'll be taking them back. (laughs) 
Thursday morning, 20% chance we'll see some rain today. 72 for the high. This is the cool, uh, this is the warmest day we'll have for the next week or so. 61 for the high tomorrow as showers come in late this afternoon, into tomorrow as well, into Saturday. So it looks like Friday is a rainy day. 61 for the high on Friday, 68 for the high on Saturday, 67 on Sunday. Clouds have moved out by Sunday. Sunday is your pick day if you want to... uh Call it like that. Back into the mid seventies for next week. We got a lot to do today and a whole lot to talk about. Love to hear from you. Eight six five six five six seven eight two seven. Again, that is Noah Khan on Star Water Two Point One with the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Uten Law Firm. On a nice day in terms of clouds later, but sun early seventy two rain throughout the day. Tomorrow sixty one is all we're getting out of the high. Get into your morning digicies with the number one uh, thief. The number one thief of food from restaurants. I'll tell you about that coming up next on the Mark and Kim Show after Doja Cat. 610 on Starwater 2.1. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim Show. Did you see the headline? Grubhub driver eats customer's food after pickup from SoCal restaurant is captured on the restaurant's cameras focused on their parking lot. So he just started right there in the parking lot. Didn't wait. Didn't even drive away. <laughs> it's an unappetizing thought. You order food from a delivery service, and the driver decides to take a se- uh, several bites before it gets to you. Oh, that's not the most unappetizing thing. What was his name? The guy who splashed his his nuts. Oh. Into the into the salt. Howard Matthew Webb of Maryville. Yeah, that was a local thing. Yeah. Two thousand eighteen, nineteen. Some, That's a name I'm glad he remembers because that was local. Yeah. We yeah. always want to remember That's that. That's the dude who took his balls out mm-hmm. and slapped him into some mm-hmm. salsa as somebody else was driving food. He was just driving was, along as a passenger. It was his girlfriend, wasn't it? No, she was laughing so. along the were, whole time. I think they were just friends. Oh. Doesn't, doesn't matter. I'd like to know whatever happened to that guy. But uh, Not enough. He's not the news story. <laughs> whatever happened, it was, it was not a, enough. I, I think it was a felony. It was like Class C felony. Still was not enough. Was it called like um, <laughs> uh, adulteration of food? I don't know. But it you, wasn't enough. Whatever just, happened was not enough. Question. Um, yeah, surveillance cameras caught the Grub, grub Hub driver spending several minutes eating from the customer's order after the food was picked up. Mm. The incident happened at the parking lot in front of the restaurant. I went outside. I was like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, oh, this is my lunch. So I said, oh, I'm sorry. If that's your food, I'm very sorry. So I came back in, reviewed the cameras. No, it was the food that he just pulled out of the restaurant and was enjoying all on his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the owner said he called that customer more than a dozen times, eventually reached him. He warned them, throw the food away. I just said, I'm actually making your food right now, and I'll deliver it to you personally. Grubhub declined a request for an interview with this article, with this uh, television station. And they re- released a statement, a vast majority of our orders are completed without incident. A vast majority. Yeah, what <laughs> happens to those other ones? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, a vast majority does include some sort of minority. Yeah. Tell us about those. Mm-hmm. There's a very small fraction of, mm-hmm. but that's still enough for me. So I deal, I, I, I'm in restaurants a lot, okay, uh, with the f- food writing and photography I do for City View Magazine. And I talk to a lot of owners and customers. And you know who the number one thief of food is? At restaurants is? Delivery drivers. Delivery drivers. And there's two things they're doing. Two things they're doing. They're coming in as a driver for a delivery company in their uni, okay, with Mm -hmm. the bag, the whole thing, and just picking up food and walking out. And I've warned these restaurants, something we heard a few weeks ago, they have to make sure they show you the code for that specific order before you let them walk the food out. I said, even if, in fact, you're, you're all busy and stuff like that, take that moment because the two things are happening. They're taking food that's not their own. Just walking in, taking food and walking out, and then using it as they're just eating it. 
or picking up more food than they're supposed to with that order when they see multiple orders sitting there waiting to be picked up by other delivery drivers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're taking their own food that they have an order for mm-hmm. and then any other Oh, bag, there's an extra any, one. I'll take that. And, and that's the thing is that I don't know, and I've, like I said, I've talked to many restaurants, the ones that just like let the customers come in and pick up off of a, like I think Panera did that or does that. Where they have a rack of food, mm-hmm. yeah, and you just get and you get walk yours. up and you mm-hmm. just grab it and you go. I'm yeah. like, how do you know? How do you know? That, I mean, and, and and I don't think the people that work there at the restaurants behind the counter, not necessarily management, give a damn. I don't think they care too much. If any, look, they made the order. They wipe their hands of it. It's like I've done my yeah, part. I've done my part. Right. So trust the right people yeah, are getting it. Yeah. Other than pizza delivery, I can't tell you any other delivery I want at my house. I don't know why I trust pizza. I because do. you worked in pizza, so you I think, oh, they're pizza. not going to do it. And I can wrong. also tell if, in fact, the pizza's been molested. You know, molested pizza. Yeah, molested. That's a word for it. I mean, I don't what? mean sexually molested. Oh, okay. <laughs> I look for that too, by the way. Start one at two point one. 15th annual trick or treat trail coming Sunday, October 29th from 1 to 4 p.m. Get ready for a day filled with family fun, kids' costume contests, and candy. Candy. Candy, candy, candy. What? Huh? What's that noise? Uh, This would be a pickaxe. As, uh, once again, Yes Man Nuggets. Mm. Sometimes you don't even need to... Pickaxe the nuggets out of the out of the wall in the in the cave or in the in the in the mine. No, sometimes yes man nuggets just come falling. You know what? You're 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 pan for gold. You make it easy to find gold. Do I? You know, as a matter of fact, we'll call him Tyler Gan for gold. <laughs> yeah, because you just said something just a moment ago that I don't even think you know is a yes man nugget that you're dropping hot on us. We'll I don't think back. so. No, you do. Trust me. We'll be back. Sorry, what is you point one? Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show with Yes Man Tyler Gann. <laughs> yeah. It's killing me. Now that I know what it is. I feel like one of the seven dwarves down here mining, yeah, really. mining for gold or diamonds or whatever. So we were talking about the number one thief, if you will, at restaurants. And it has become the delivery driver picking up food that doesn't belong to them or taking extra food when they see multiple deliveries to be made and they're not picking up, they're picking up theirs plus another one. Tegan texts into the program, in my 13 years experience, it's the cooks that are the biggest thieves. Some even made to-go baggies, shave off portions for, their, for themselves, or take it from the cooler out the back to their cars. You cook it all day, why would you want it? I wouldn't want to smell it anymore. I'm not sure it's about that, it's just about the fact that it's accessible, if you don't have to pay for food. And it's good food. It's probably mm-hmm. good food where you're working, I would assume. And then old yes man <laughs> dropping a yes man nugget on us. Waxed on nostalgic about his time working in kitchens. Oh, yeah. And would say, oh, yeah, I took about $50 in food out a night. Now, mm-hmm. you were on the cold side. Did you only take cold, cold food out with you? No, I, I was in cahoots with the cooks on the hot side, and they would cook me up something. I would cook them up something on the cold side, mm-hmm. and we'd swap it out. And so I, say to, I said to him, I said, oh, so you, st- so you stole. So you were stealing. No, I don't consider it stealing. Hold on. Did it belong to you? Technically, no. Did you pay for it? Technically, no. Did you get a meal allowance or something? Or something like they said, oh, per shift you get to do this, or you can have that? 
Nothing was ever said of that. Nothing was ever said. So if it's not said, you assume that you can do anything. That's a, As opposed to finding out what I'm allowed to do. <laughs> Let's not ask. Don't ask. It's don't the don't ask, don't tell as I take hot food out the back to the car. $50 worth as you put it. Well, then he started to back. You did the yeah, whole. Yeah, really. Well, maybe it wasn't $50. Well, it just varied on the day. I mean, it just depends. Huh. Now, and some stuff was going to be thrown out. Let me so ask you, would, let me ask you a question. Did you ask that. them before they threw it? Hey, you're going to throw out this food. I'll take it. Yeah. Sometimes I would have the, the people that would uh, wash the dishes. They would come up wash and start the dumping dishes. stuff up. They would yeah, come they're up. the ones that they're say, the you can take this food. Say, yes. hey, hey, before you dump that out, let me get a couple scoops of mashed potatoes. Wait, hold on. Off the plate? No, off of the, uh, there's a big old pan that the mashed potatoes sit in. For the uh, whatever the uh, time that they can sit there, mm-hmm. and they were going to be dumped out because they were going to be bad. We can't reuse them. Yeah, right. Yeah. But there, was there rules against that? I'm certain there probably were. There's some rules. There's got to be rules at the restaurant you cooked at. Well, I, I did get some steaks, and not like oh. I, not didn't grab like non-cooked steaks and take them home. No, but I had to. So hold like, on, you're telling me that they prepared steaks just to sit around before they served them? No, they prepared them for me because I said, "Hey, can I can I get a steak?" Oh. So you so so that's so that's stealing. No, it's did you? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. See, you see what I'm saying? You can ask him specific questions. You know, we call it the truth, the whole truth, and the Kim. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to come up with something else for you too. <laughs> I didn't did, cook it. You didn't cook it, but oh, somebody did. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Miss. We didn't order this from Wuhan, China. What's the problem? Yeah, but this is Doesn't we're talking matter. about him now. No, we're not talking about <laughs> what me. What I'm saying now. is you can't really get on his case. Yes, I can. <laughs> because you said, well, we didn't order it. It doesn't matter. We're well, talking we about in, him now. Well, he brought in a package. No, from you're always Wuhan, telling China. me we're not talking about this. We're talking about you. Well, now we're right. talking about him. All right. So I can jump in. Jump in. I've jumped in. Dude. Because he said we didn't anything take raw you steaks. take from a place, whether you work there or not, and it's not assigned to you, and you didn't pay for it, and you're not given it by a manager or whatever, that's stealing. He's thinking about <laughs> it. I don't, I don't know what to say. From the landmark. 6.46 on Star with a 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. Something we've always been told is bad for us may mm-hmm. not be. Mm. Mm. 647, like stealing from the kitchen you work in. Right. Mm. It still could be bad for you. Get him back, Olivia. Go get him, girl. It's Olivia Rodrigo on the Mark and Kim show. 650 now. Good news for you, new man. Did you see where there's He's no... Not, you know, he is yes man now, by the way. Yes man. <laughs> the same way in which you called Tyrone, Tyreen, and Tyrell, and this one you did in an interview the other day where you forgot his name and laughed. <laughs> yes, I did. New man. Yes, I did. He's not new. Because right. when you say new, you let him go with all the stuff he's not doing. So all right, he's, yes man. He's yes man. Well, yes man. Did you Jeez. see that? There's no harm in hitting the snooze button. No, I didn't see that. Well, he, he didn't have a problem with hitting the snooze button. Well, yeah, but <laughs> hearing it in general, they've told us yeah. for years that you shouldn't hit the new snooze button so many times. Well, now they're saying that it's there's no harm in it. In fact, it does if it makes you late to work. Well, that is. A, <laughs> I mean, there's a harm in not showing up to work on time. Well, but they're saying there's no harm in it is as long as you don't hit it so many times that you're late to work. So there's that. But researchers at Stockholm University in Sweden couldn't find a lot of actual proof that hitting the snooze uh, button is hard for us. So they did their own study. And they're saying that as long as you hit it, 30 regular snoozers did the sleep lab and then they gave them a test afterwards. And the ones who hit the snooze button actually did better on the test because the people who hit the snooze button and the ones that just got the extra sleep because it's 30 minutes sleep either way okay 30 minutes 
Yes, because they hit the snooze button three times. Oh, 10 minutes each. Okay. Yeah. All right. So whether they just set the alarm for 30 minutes extra mm-hmm. or hit the snooze button those three times, they still got the same amount of sleep. So yeah. going back to sleep after the snooze is not the problem. It's just I mean, that's still considered, quote, good sleep. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Any sleep is good sleep. So right. which one is better? Doesn't really make a difference. Although the last two nights I have gotten eight full hours of sleep. <laughs> I remember one time one of my favorite DJs of all time said, the greatest show prep you can ever do is eight hours of sleep. Your listeners will appreciate it more than ever. I can tell you right now, I am more tired today and yesterday than I've been in ages. I think think I have perfected the six to six and a half at most hours of sleep a night on weeknights. And that works perfect. I get up easier. I'm fine the whole day. I, I go to bed. It puts me to bed at a regular hour. Because if I get too much sleep, I'm dragging. And that's what I've said. The last two days, I'm like, my, my tail is behind me, you know? And I'm just like, come on already. Get started. I mean, it's like dragon A, big time. Because they say if you get too much, the cortisol gets mixed up. If you hit the, um, the snooze, cortisol, which is the thing that helps you wake up. Oh, that, that's, that's the stuff you cleaned with. Well, never mind. Go no, on. but they say the snooze button doesn't help. Doesn't hurt that. Okay. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, this so. has nothing to do with yes man, or as you like to call him, you. Um, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> I'd just you, call you, him Tyler. But. You. Um, yeah, don't call him late for work though. Well, um, yeah, we can call him that pretty you know, No, he's still got a phone that re- that recognizes his face in the dark and turns off his alarm. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'm, 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 are, are you still on the line? Hello, good morning, Starwater 2.1. Are you there? I am. Are you literally calling from France to try to play her versus him, Mark versus Kim? <laughs> so cool. I'm calling from Montpellier, France, in the south of France. Yes, I'm very familiar. I was just there not too long ago, as a matter of fact. I love that area. You were? Yes. I should have known. I should have stopped by for coffee. Yeah, we somehow missed that the well, first time you called. She's called. Morning. She's called several times this morning because she's not really quite certain of time differences and the time that we play the game. Are you listening online currently, like through your phone or something, or are you just kind of guessing it when we're playing? No, I'm trying to guess when you play because apparently now I can't listen to you out of the country. I've tried four or five different ways. To so you can't like you can't have the Starwater two point one app on your phone. I, I've downloaded it, and okay. it won't let me. I've downloaded other applications as well, and it won't let me. Oh. And, and, I'm, and I'm sorry, but you Bad. do realize you're in France, in Montpellier, and these is this yeah. is for you to win tickets to see Jonas Brothers this Friday night in Nashville. Are you going to fly back for the Jonas Brothers show? I mean, I'm a fan. You have major FOMO uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, good luck to you calling when everybody else has to call. I mean, I can't, I, I can't like put you on hold and let you play. I'm sorry, I got It's you know, I got to. Has to be fair, yeah. but yeah, we somehow missed that you were calling from France. Well, she called earlier. We didn't, yeah, we didn't put that on the radio. Yeah, no. So she's been trying all morning to get through. So, so good, good luck to you. What's your first name so I can just think about you when I'm thinking about France next time? Uh, Emily. Hi, Emily. Emily. Thank and you for checking you, in. You we might appreciate. You might know Ashley. She came to see me just uh, a little while ago. Uh, lots of Ashleys out there, my love. My, hey, but thank you for calling. Good yeah. luck to you. And uh, Don't be surprised if he shows up at your door next time he's there. Uh, don't, yeah. <laughs> no, no, be very surprised if I show up at your door. Goodbye, Emily. Thanks for calling from France this morning. Wow. And she just wants to hang on to her Mark and Kim show, I guess. We I love know. it. Start one at two point one with the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Uton Law Firm, where we do have her versus him coming up for Jonas Brothers t- tickets here in just a little while. 
So this is going to be for you amateur psychologists out there. It's going to be funny how we're going to get from a a simple headline about how you spread butter on your bread or toast and how it triggered all of my memories of people never really expecting very much out of me. This is, and we'll get, you know, in the podcast today, we'll sit around because there's all, there's like 10, nine different personality traits that are indicated by how you spread butter on toast. <laughs> Things like this scare me because I'm always weird when this You're happens. weird anytime. So that's yeah. Nothing <laughs> to do with spreading butter on toast. But as a total coverage person, every square inch of the bread must have butter. You're methodical, you're precise, you're organized, and you like to be in control. Hmm. Interesting. That's me. And this triggered a memory which then made me think based on something recent that happened that people have never really expected too much out of me you know the the number one thing that impressed my high school girlfriend more than anything else i did not the fact that i played for the football team not the fact that i sang as leads in the musicals and stuff like none of that stuff impressed her but one time we were making sandwiches for a church group and the way in which i spread mayonnaise on a piece of bread <laughs> And it sticks with me this to this day. Said, and she was like, oh my gosh, wow, look at that. And I would, with like one or two woof, woof, swipes of the knife, I'd have a perfectly layer, a perfect layer of mayonnaise or butter or whatever spread on a piece of bread. And, it, she, and she couldn't stop talking about it, which reminded me just recently that my wife cannot stop talking about the fact that, wow. I can't believe you changed the tire on the on the SUV. Like, what are you talking about? Well, I, have to I, thought say, I was co- surprised by that too. Hey ho! <laughs> and it just reminds me that I guess never people never really expected much out of me. I guess they never. They well, ne- the tire uh, thing was a surprise because no, you keep it? the economy going by paying people to do things like that. I don't pay people to change a tire on the side of the road. I did forget that I know how to do it a few years back when there, another car went flat, and yeah. I just immediately called AAA, and I go, why did I- Here why? in the parking lot. And I said, why didn't I just do it myself? Because you call people to do things like that. Well, see, you've convinced me that I do. And why would my, why would my girlfriend in high school be so stuck on my ability to spread mayonnaise? <laughs> She was. She couldn't. She would tell people, "You should see him spread mayonnaise <laughs> on a piece of bread." <laughs> to the point, like, there's not a time. It's very rare that I'll make a sandwich and spread mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. And if I screw it up, I'll think, "Oh God, what would she think?" Even now. Even now, it like jogs. What would Gil it, think? It, it would. It jog. That's not her name. But it. It just. You and the girls. I swear to God. Um, y'all jealous? Her name was uh, Jill, and she spelled it with a G. And, no. you know, Nonetheless, Gil. I know never, too much. Yeah. Well, you do. <laughs> I, I should stop talking is what you're saying. Um, but we'll get into in the, in the podcast. There's, there's, there's the crust avoider. There's the double, sl- the double cider. There's the Terran spreader. There's the curler. There's the barely there, the glider, the total coverage a-hole like me. So we'll get into all that. Maybe we'll get more deeply delve into my personality problems coming up. In, oh, in the pod- that'll be fun. In mm-hmm. the podcast. You're primed. Look at you. You're so ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. She's got... Yeah, so you amateur psychologists definitely want to hear the podcast. And what we mean by the podcast, everything we do on the radio can be heard all day or anytime on the Mark and Kim Show podcast. And then we sit around and do 30 extra minutes at the end of the show. We throw that on the top of the podcast. And I still, to this day, approach people. Do you listen to the podcast? Uh, I don't do podcast. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't podcast. What? Boom, boom, boom. And then, oh, okay. But have you seen me spread mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> we got our two contestants, and they're both local people. 
Mm-hmm. Sherry versus Austin coming up next on Her versus Him. Mark versus Kim. After Jungkook and Jack Harlow, or I should say Jack Harlow and Jungkook, either one. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim on Star 102.1 as we welcome our two contestants, one named Sherry and one named Austin. Today, Sherry and Austin are playing The Feud for... Four tickets to see the Jonas Brothers Five Albums One Night Show live at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville this Friday. There you go. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning. Hello, Austin. Hello. All right, so it'll be the top five answers to the board. First round worth one point, second round two points, third round three points, tie-breaking question if we need it, and away we go. Ladies, name something, Sherry, that made the first date the only date. Sherry? I guess he ate with his mouth open. Did he eat with his mouth open? (laughs) Did not make the top five on this list of names. Something that made the first date the only date. Kim? He was rude. Rude. Is rude on the list? I'll give it to you. There's a little bit more to the rude to servers, but that's fine. Rude is rude. Rude Rude is rude. Rude. Rude is not acceptable. All right. By the way, finding out that they were gay. By the way, did not make the list, Kim, which happened no, a couple no, of times. No, that took a few more days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sherry, name something that made the first date the only date. Was, uh, he looked on his phone all the time. He's always on his phone. He's always on his phone on the list. Actually, no. Strike number two. Wow. Kim? He so, forgot his wallet. He forgot his wallet. Is that on the list? <sighs> I got to buzz that one. That I'm was sorry. Hard. Right, it was hard. <laughs> boys, talk it out. Talk it out, boys. I'd say he wanted to split the check. Uh, he wanted to pay his or have her the pay. time for discussion is over. Austin, to steal the first round of the first point, name something that made the first date the only date. I was going to say he didn't pay. He didn't want to pay? Is that on the list? That is correct, sir. Yes. Yeah. Insisted on going Dutch is the old term for that. And number three, number two, didn't hold or open doors. Number four, bad hygiene. And number five, talked about his ex too much. All right. There you go. Currently, Scoremaster Steve, what do you have? That's one for Austin, zero for Sherry. All right, we stay with Austin. Top five answers on the board. Austin, give me the most popular answers. Name something that can crash. Something that can crash. A plane. Is a plane on the list. Yes, it is at number four. Tyler, name something that can crash. A car. Is a car on the list. It is at number one. Austin, name something that can crash. Computer. Is the computer on the list. It is at number five. Well done. Uh, Three strikes to work with. Two answers left. Tyler. Uh, I'd say your body, like when you're You're, exhausted. I'm crashing. On someone else's couch, usually, is strike number one. <laughs> Two answers left. Austin. Gosh, a uh, train. A train crash. Did not make the top five. Strike number two. Tyler, for the third strike, girls, get ready. Three seconds. Two seconds. A boat. A boat. <laughs> a boat. Like you're from Canada. Oh. Um, strike three, girls, talk it out. Um, did they say train? I, I thought a train, but I, they, I think they said that. Time for discussion is over. Way to pay attention, Kim. Sherry, name something that can crash. I will say a bus. A what, dear? A bus. A bus. A bus. bus. Is the bus on the list? (laughs) A boat in a bus. No. Stock market at number two and and dishes or glasses that are dropped Hmm. at number three. Scoremaster Steve. 
All right, that's three for Austin, zero for Sherry. All right, uh, Austin, you're in the lead, so you can decide if you want to play this or pass this. Um, name something that gets announced. Do you want to play that or pass that? Austin, uh, quickly, quickly, uh, Austin. Yes. I'll play. Play I'll it. Play. All right, name something that gets announced, Austin. Your name. Your name gets announced. Uh, I got to strike that. You guys are some hella players. Dang it. Strike number one. <laughs> Tyler, name something that gets announced. Sporting events. Announced at a sporting event. Okay, I think I'm missing the term announced here. Strike number two. Austin, name something that gets announced. A wedding. A wedding. A wedding announcement. I'll take it. Engagement, which of course leads to a wedding. I'll take it number one. Tyler. Gender reveal. The gender reveal announcement. Oh, good one. Uh, I can't give grace on that one. Strike the girls talking out for the tie. Birth. Birth announcement. announcement. Time for discussion is over. Give me an answer. Round three. Birth. Birth Birth on the list. That is correct. Of course it is. Number one, engagement. Number two, graduation. Number three, birth. And number four, your arrival. All right. Here we go. Like when Kim walks on the plane after being kicked off. I'm sorry, everybody. Here I am. I know. I know. Wait and balance. Blah, blah, blah. All right. First person to call out their name gets to answer this question. You must call out your name to tie, break the tie. Here we go. What kind of rep- report? What kind of report gives you the accident and service history of your car? Oh, for the Sherry. love of Sherry! Uh, uh, answer, yeah. answer Insur- insurance report. Oh my good lord above, Austin. Yeah, Carfax. Is it Carfax? It is Carfax. (laughs) By the way, name something that could crash. The struggle bus can crash. (laughs) And just did into the Mark and Kim show. Well, you know, she should have said struggle bus. (laughs) Goodbye, Sherry. I'm going to give you a big fat Jen Eats from Greenville. Don't ever call again. So there you go. Austin, congratulations. We'll see you at the Brothers Jonas show. You know, the BJs. They'll be there. Nashville, Friday night. Congratulations. Cool. I guess we can do a celebrity crazy roundup or crazy celebrity roundup or whatever you want to call it. Just watching, I have to admit, just watching Britney Spears once again dance with knives as she she continues to say her fake when they are clanging together and literally leaving marks on her body is just the most the most entertaining thing on the internet right now. I'm sorry. It's just, I I'm mean. I'm not sure what's supposed to be fake about them, though. I, when you're clanging, it looks like when you've literally walked over to the butcher block. Yeah. And you've taken knives out and you're recording yourself and you're not going back and entering, let me put in real knife sound effects over my crazy, crazy, cray cray dance video. Mm. She's putting it up, up to her throat. I, I mean, know. she's like, she made a bunny ears out of them right there. I'm watching it again. She did it across her throat again, mm-hmm. spinning like a dreidel. Over here, spins and spins and spins. She's going to make herself dizzy. Well, she's been spinning for a long time. holding knives. Mm-hmm. The other cray-cray is, I guess you can catch autism from a car crash. So says Kanye. Kanye cray-cray of the day-day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's he's yelling at Elon Musk about, you know, you're struggling Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it and put me back on it. And even though you put me off because of my anti-Semitic comments and I caught I caught my autism from a car crash, I, mm. I, you know, whether that's true, I, I don't know enough. I don't know enough. And then mm-hmm. Juicy Smollier 
I'm sorry. Jussie Smollett. He just keeps coming back, I've doesn't been, he? I've uh, been listening to Dave uh, Chappelle too much, call him Juicy <laughs> mm-hmm. Smollett. <laughs> but we all know who you're talking Enters about. Enters rehab after, quote, extremely difficult years he's had recently. Hmm. What could he ever I, mean? As I stroke the goatee and beard. Yeah. Hmm. You think possibly you brought it on yourself? think so they're not saying what it is but they're saying it probably is drugs based on the fact that in the court case against him he's the one of course who faked the kidnapping attempt the attempted lynching with the rope around his neck claiming it was a certain political influence that was creating this kind of drama only to find out that he paid people to do it Mm -hmm. and then believed that if you could just deny 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 to the very end well we've proven that wrong yeah and uh now he's in rehab so there's your celebrity cray cray the day day we got gas For an entire year. Nothing new about that. (laughs) But we'll give you free gas with Food City. Go to star1021fm.com. Register to win free gas for an entire year from Food City and Star 102.1 everybody. A conversation new man and I had in the cubicle. New man. Who? New man. Yes, man. Yes, man. Are you here? Yes, I am here. When do you get here? Every day I'm here. (laughs) But anyway, a conversation we had led to a question I asked on... um, Facebook, and you all had some great comments on it, so we'll get to those Hopefully in a minute. better than your opening statement here. 813 on Star 102.1 with the Mark and... Um, you can call me whatever you want. Kim to. Show. <laughs> <laughs> with... Oh, damn it, what's his name? <laughs> That's what this show should be called from now on. With the Mark and Kim and... Uh, <laughs> whoever. So Tyler and I were sitting in the oh. cubicle the other day. <laughs> there you go. That's generally what I call him. Joe. So Tyler and I were sitting in the cubicle the other day, and I'm not even sure how we got to it, but somehow it came up that he thought creme brulee was like fancy, expensive food that only rich people ate when he was Is a it kid. a name? Yeah. I, it's I a name, because it's, yeah. it's pronounced in, in French, creme brulee. Yeah. And then right. he was talking about how the other night he had some for dessert, and it was really good, and he was enjoying yeah. mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Took a hot torch to some pudding. And mm-hmm. that's what we were saying. <laughs> Effectively. I said, now as an adult, you know it's just burned pudding. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Anytime you have a lot of sugar content, you can ca- caramelize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you say caramelize. Caramelize it on top and get a nice little crust on the top, and you do it enough, you get a little nice brown coating on it, and you crack through it. Oh, it's amazing. It's like candy on top of your tapioca. It is good, though. Mm-hmm. It's really good. But what do you mean, though? What did, I, what did I describe that didn't sound good? Well, no, I mean, it it's is good, good but it's not necessarily fancy or, you yeah. know, for rich people. Or well, you got to have like an acetylene torch laying around it. to do it. Or at a restaurant that you can order it. Yeah, you know, I'm, a, one of my friends yeah. makes it all the time. He like like when they have people. Well, of over, course they do, Kim. Well, no, I mean because you're fancy. Well, it's no, it's not you're the fanciest girl in hall. No, because it's not that fancy. It's like you learn as you're an adult that it's not that fancy. Do they have trouble handing it up to you on your pedestal? No. Or your high horse. One of the things that I thought was fancy as a kid was those little, um, <laughs> with those snack packs of cereal. You know, the individual boxes of cereal. The little ones that says that's yeah. the anti. I know. Like, fancy. I know. It's like it's like when you can't afford the full box, you just buy the little individual. Yeah. No, box. I thought it. Or was you've fancy. stolen it from the hotel. Yeah, no, I thought it was it. fancy because we only got it like when you had a slumber party or something. Because mom said, no, 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 we're going to get the big box of the bad cereal. You know, you got like the wheat flakes or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, not even the brand name. You got the brand flakes or whatever. But when you got the little boxes, it was the fancy stuff because you got the Fruit Loops and you got the choc- Count Chocula and the good stuff in it. You know, but it was for good occasions. It was like when people were coming over or something like that. You got the good stuff and that was fancy to me. 
Because we never would you got open those. up the box and use the inside as the bowl? No, because I didn't know you could do that until mm-hmm. I was older. I mean, I was like an Supposedly, adult when I found out you could do that. It doesn't mm-hmm. last very. You better eat quick and get it back in the sink fast. Well, there's not <laughs> much cereal in it, so you can do it quick. Yeah, but saying this is it really wasn't like a lined thing for milk, but you, they showed people doing it with milk, and you you tried it, and then you know it's about as it was about as successful as the Ritz cracker apple pie with no apples. But it's good. I mean, we had remember that girl years ago who brought yeah. that in, and it was. Yeah. Real, I thought it was good. Yeah, you know, still not apple pie. Well, no, it's not. But Ritz it was crackers. Good. You know, mock apple pie. What was something you thought was fancy that you learned? You know, later on, I didn't know fancy until I met you. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh god, Lying. dude, you breezed in first time I met you. Perfume like the inside of a magazine. I thought, oh, for God's sake, how fancy does this get? No, I'm not fancy. <laughs> you're, you'd like to come across as fancy. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I'm about as basic as there is. <laughs> I really am. It's, I told you weeks perception ago, and I'm and reality. And I'm, perception, I'm, perception and reality should be more perspective than perception. And I can tell you right now, your perspective is way off, girl. You are fancy <laughs> as schmancy can be. I'm not fancy. You think you are? But we got a, a lot of good comments on our Facebook right, page, so we'll next. go over those. Yeah, with Mark and Kim and who, Kim? Tyler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watermelon Booger. Mm-hmm. It's 828. <laughs> The Mark and Kim Show remix of Watermelon Sugar. On Starwater 2.1, 72 for the high today, 61 tomorrow. Rain throughout the day tomorrow, starting tonight even. We have a bunch of comments on our Facebook page about things you thought were fancy as a kid, but found out as an adult they weren't. Like sushi, Molly thought, uh, or caviar. Molly thought caviar was uh, (laughs) fancy, but now it's on the Food City Sushi Bar. I knew sushi was involved. This in song it. is called Dial Drunk. Is there a song called Work Drunk? It might be. Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. Free gas for a year at starwater21fm.com. Paying high enough price. I don't care if they've come down recently. I'm not, yeah. 290 ain't cheap, by the way. Mm-mm. Just so you know. So we give it away for free with they've Food tricked City. tricked us into thinking it is, but it's not. What'd you say? I said they've tricked us into thinking it is, but it's not. Not if you don't let them trick you. Mm-mm. So we asked the question, what did you think was fancy food when you were young? And then as an adult, you found out it's really not. And Danielle said wine. I never knew there was cheap everyday kinds of wine. There wasn't wine in the grocery stores then. And I thought it was only for the fanciest, most special occasions or rich people drinks. Mm. Yeah, she said wine. regular people drank uh, wine coolers and mm. such. Um, Evan says Olive Garden, and several people <laughs> chimed in and said, oh, yeah, Olive Garden was fine dining. Was it? Mm-hmm. Would you have stolen from Olive Garden as opposed to the other place that you took food out of the back of the kitchen from? For sure. Okay, so it wasn't that fine. He would have taken from there, too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ruth's Chris, if you'd worked at Ruth's Chris, would you have smuggled stuff out the back door like you did before at the other restaurant? Yeah, I would have probably tried to flip that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but <laughs> kids didn't go to Ruth's Chris, you know. I'm talking about him stealing. Though. Yeah. Brian says Lunchables. I can make you crackers and cheese and meat at home, Dash, my mom. And I said, oh. that was Dash, everybody's mom. That's my, uh, <laughs> that's my daughter's Brian, by the way. Man, he she- comments. Oh. That's, oh, that's oh, my daughter's okay. Brian. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that. I was like, your Brian. That's my daughter's Brian. Oh, yeah. well, thank you for commenting. Yeah. Pamela says sushi. I thought it was very, very highfalutin. Cassidy even sent a picture. Are you with sure hers. she didn't mean caviar? 
When she said sushi? No, she said sushi. Okay. <laughs> Cassidy even sent a picture with her. She goes, this stuff. And it's a picture of General Foods International Coffees. Oh, and it had the things that we all, yeah. didn't we all well, think those were fancy? Yeah. <laughs> the commercials made us feel that way. Exactly. The same way I guess you felt about Grey Poupon. And mm. a lot of people commented on that and yeah. said it was those darn commercials. Yeah. Because, you know, the fancy cars pulled up and the windows went down. Pardon me, do you have any Grey Poupon? <laughs> and so a lot of people did say that. Mm-hmm. April said, I had no idea you could buy hamburger and hot dog buns unless you were at a restaurant growing up i didn't wait what i didn't know you could buy hamburger and hot dog buns unless you were at a restaurant Uh uh-huh she said growing up we used white bread for it all and i thought buns were only available in fancy restaurants Mm -hmm. until i was like 12 i did that too (laughs) you thought hot dog buns were fancy no i didn't think it was fancy but we used the uh, white bread yeah to make hot dogs only get them in restaurants yeah if you eat a hot dog fast enough doesn't matter no same thing. Because some of the best hot dog buns are the white bread split top buns. You stick it down oh, in there. I love mm-hmm. those. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which aren't all crust on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's white bread, and they're much better. Mm-hmm. But if you don't eat it fast, it tends to so- it sops up. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't mind a soppy one. <laughs> Ashley says. Ashley says, when oh I was a kid, God. anything from the Swans twi- truck was fancy. Swans, Swans truck. <laughs> easy for me to say. Nothing is so, easy for mm-hmm. you to say. And then Kim came in and said, "Oh yeah, my parents never purchased from the Swans truck, but people in my neighborhood did, and the driver would give us kids ice cream from it." And then Ashley came in and said, "Yeah, my relatives would buy stuff from it, and I just thought we couldn't afford it." Uh-huh. <laughs> it was fancy and finally jenny says pancakes any kind of pancakes were fancy, were fancy? because we had oh. eggos and a, and a lot but never had pancakes so <laughs> ego waffles yeah. so did she think she thought they were you know just regular food but oh, pancakes, but pancakes were fancy oh, wow. <laughs> one has oil one doesn't and last right uh, well, how many last we're gonna get oh, well, well this I'll, I'll wrap it up with this because i thought this was funny i thought you'd have a comment about two this. last like um, multiple best friends yeah multiple last but Rayleigh said, finally those things in narnia that the kid betrayed his family for a bite for and that was the turkish delight because you mm-hmm. remember when my son made the turkish delight for a class thing and you thought it was meth Oh, what does that have to do she with being fancy? That though? was fancy food. Uh, yeah. Well, it looks like blue. It looks store. like the blue meth from mm-hmm. Breaking the Bad. Blue yes. Meth. You got the Mark and Kim show with that dude. It's uh, eight forty nine. When we come back, we're going to discuss what is an almost unbelievable, and I'll put fingers around fact. The quotations that supposedly not one person has ever been poisoned by Halloween candy. We'll talk about it next. Hang on. I do G Idol on Starwater 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. If it is to be believed, the almost unbelievable fact that there has never been a verified incident where poisoned Halloween candy was handed out at a in a random attempt to harm children. That's supposedly a fact. Now, by poison, does that count like needles and everything, or not tampered with, but poisoned? The words I'm reading here are poisoned. Fact. There has never been a verified incident where poisoned Halloween candy has been handed out at random in an attempt to harm children. Okay. And no, here goes, also, no kid has ever bit into a razor blade or a pin inside an apple. Hmm. If that's the case, then can we have Yes Man, Guinea Pig himself, be, let's just say, the judge of Knoxville's best 
popcorn ball. Come on, people. That was the one thing we have. Uh, if this is a fact that no razor blade pin poison has ever been in a Halloween treat, then how many popcorn balls did we lose over the years? Oh, thousands, millions. There was always that one little lady in the neighborhood who made popcorn balls, and they always had to be tossed. That was my college nickname, by the way. Popcorn balls. But, <laughs> I'm not sure I would admit to that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was a compliment. <laughs> I'm not thinking so. <laughs> would you, if I said, all right, we will judge East Tennessee's best popcorn ball. If you make popcorn balls... Send them to this radio station in a little square box. And it's Star 102.1, Care of Yes Man, 1533 Amherst Road. Would you sample the best popcorn, the pop, pop, all popcorn balls to find out who sends in the best one? Would yeah, you? yeah, why not? Well, no, yeah, he has no problem taking food from the outside. Because he'll, he'll take it from the inside and move it to his car in the outside. That's for yeah. real. He found that out today. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't mind? No. Well, there it is. You think you make the best popcorn ball? Do you? Well, we'll find out. If you'd like to send in your popcorn ball, do it to 1533 Amherst Road. What is it? It's October. It's, it's Halloween 19th. So you got until the... When's, the, when's, the, when, when's Halloween this year? The 31st. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the 31st. I think you know what I mean. Well, you said when's Halloween. Like, so. when is Halloween? What day of the week is Halloween? Um. It is on a Tuesday. Perfect. Halloween day. You send us your popcorn ball. We'll try it right here on the radio. Tyler will try it right here on the radio. And Judge East Tennessee's greatest popcorn ball. Let's figure this out. Star 102.1, I like you. That is Post Malone. It is the Mark and Kim show. And Kim is our favorite person this morning. Because as we are continuing this ridiculousness that is... The NFL Survivor Pool, if you don't like to bet games straight up, like who's going to win, and then put money on it or take point spreads or the over-unders or the pluses and the minuses, and just pick a, just pick a team that's going to win this weekend. That's all you got to do. The only problem is you can't pick a team that you've already picked. That's mm-hmm. called Survivor Pool. And it looks like one more time someone has lost the week. I'm not doing very well. And this is the person who last week chose the Saints. She chose the Saints to win. Because mm-hmm. I wanted them to beat the Texans because I somehow thought that would translate into UT beating Texas A&M. Now, can, I tell you, can I tell you, you're not a classic overthinker on anything? No. Trust me. I'm trying to uh, think, though, because no, no, I no. think that's somehow going to help me. You're overthinking it. Well, this week go I'm back, not thinking. Go back to your color schemes Well, that you like. If you like one color scheme over the other, simple. Like if you like orange better than you like teal, then you pick the Buccaneers to beat the Panthers. Well, I was trying right? to be smart. Uh, all right, so and I'm that's in, not helping. Me. All right, so uh, current current score. Oh, oh, the, you got to buy back in. This I, is, I'm I'm throwing all my money out. It's just like thank goodness we get paid this. This week. is week number seven, which means to buy back into the survivor pool, you got to put in seven American mm-hmm. dollars. I love this, and that um, that math, of course. What is the current total? And I'll add the seven to it because I know how. Much, much that screws you up. It's kicking my butt right now. How much? Do we, um, how much is in the prize pool from people buying back in week in and week out? I believe we have thirty-seven dollars right now. So add her se- uh, her seven for that's, weeks. Of. That's with it included. Oh, you did include that. Yes. Wow, thirty plus seven. Mm-hmm. Good boy. So no. both of you all won last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I chose the. You chose the dolphins. Mm-hmm. 
And I chose the Raiders. Which means I can't use the Dolphins again. You can't use the Raiders again. And you can't use the Saints again. The Saints, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Or, or, yeah. So have you looked through your picks to determine who you think is going to win this week? I have. Tell her the teams she can't pick from. You cannot pick the Chargers, 49ers, Seahawks, Falcons, or the Saints. All right. All right. Which color scheme over which color scheme do you like the best? Well, I'm not going by colors, but I'm going because all I've heard over the last several weeks is my son go on and on and on about how awful his Patriots are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they've won a game in like... They've won one. Mm-hmm. Go oh, on. have they? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm going to p- pick the Bills over the Patriots because Bill was my dad's name. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a winner. And you like their red, white, and blue over the Patriots' red, white, and blue? They're all red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> and the Patriots suck, so I'm like, right. surely the Bills will win. All right. Bills, 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 you big My fan dad. of Destiny's Child, maybe. Mm. You like Bills, Bills, Bills. Mm. So the Bills uh, over the Patriots. The teams you've picked so far that you can't choose from this time? The Ravens, the Bucks, the Jags, Falcons, and Raiders. So this week, you're choosing... I already had it written down. I have the Bills. So you're not picking on what you think. You're not riding on our coattails, which is fine. No, I just she's think got no coattails. Nobody to ride wants on. to ride on my coattails. <laughs> the Patriots are just awful. All right, and the teams I've chosen up until this point are they are the Commanders, the Giants, the Jaguars, Broncos, and Dolphins. Funny, it was Jaguars a minute ago, and now it's Jaguars. I love that about them. Jaguars. Um, <laughs> I'm going to choose the Raiders. Hmm. I'm going to choose the Raiders. I'm picking a bad team against a bad team. The Raiders over the Bears. Them Bears having a terrible season. And it's at home for the Bears, so I'm picking a a tough game. I might be buying back in for $8 next week. Current standings, her record, my record, your record. Your record is four and two. Mm-hmm. Kim's record is two and four, <laughs> and my record is four and two as Woo! well. Coming in, mm. all right. Kim's can. I gotta do better. Kim continues to buy lunch for one of us. Is what this contest <laughs> is going to be called from this point forward. I don't know a lot of Jelly Roll's music, but I would imagine when he plays out at a show, that crowd has got to be just jumping. When you think? I would think so. That thing is. I would be. Yeah, well, you're sitting there jumping right I there. So I mean, the only reason I said that is because you can't stop moving. I can't. I love uh, it. Jelly Roll on the Mark and Kim Show, as Kim calls it. And welcome to it. Uh, Trick or Treat Trail happening. 15th annual Trick or Treat Trail. Sunday, October 29th from 1 to 4 in the afternoon. Get ready for a day file with family fun. <laughs> Philly, either one, with family fun, a kid's costume contest, and all the candy you can imagine. It's the Starwater 2.1 Trick or Treat Trail at Main Event. Main Event Entertainment. It's a rain or shine event because they've got a lot of indoors there. So, yeah, costume contest, one to two, trick or treat between two and four. Can't wait to see you out there. Uh, I did find the article about the woman who's allergic to water, and it has nothing to do with the chemicals in the water, like if you have like a soft water thing or something from the, from the county or the city, and what did they do to treat the water? No. I just can't figure that Pure out. Your allergy to water. So look for a Facebook post later this afternoon. What is your odd, weird allergy? All right. What's your weird allergy? Because nowadays, <laughs> I would imagine, you know, we, we can develop allergies, convenient, out of the blue. Are you saying some of these allergies aren't allergies? I don't know what I'm saying because I've uh, had a couple of drinks. So, nonetheless, <laughs> I just had to get through the day here. So, yeah, what's your weird allergy? Mine should be drinking at work. But, no, no, seriously enough. Uh, you'll have that later today as a Facebook post. We certainly appreciate your comments. All you people want is more, 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 more. Gimme, gimme. More. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll put the call out one more time for the podcast listener who, I guess if you're the podcast listener, you've already heard this part. But we're serious. Pop, pop. 
popcorn balls. We've all lost some popcorn balls because our mom used to throw them away because she oh. said you can't eat that today. Straight to the trash. Or any other day because it's got a razor blade in it and maybe a pin from little old lady Miss Aiken down the hall, down the street. Yeah, we lost a lot of popcorn balls because, you know, homemade. Yeah, the old women were trying to kill us. Caramel apples. I would get that down the street, too. The, uh, was it the McKinney family, I think? Also the same McKinney family that allowed their son to walk around with his hand deep inside a Frankenberry box and now, ate himself knew, into a sugar coma. If you knew for sure where it was coming from, the popcorn ball or the caramel apple, you, they still threw them away? I mean, if you knew it came from apple, Mrs. I didn't McKinney. I get a candy apple. I didn't get a popcorn ball. I didn't get any uh, unwrapped candy. If it was unwrapped in the bag, like let's say it had come unwrapped. Yeah. Oh, we like, couldn't eat that for sure. Like a lot of times the uh, the Charms Blow Pop or the Tootsie Pop would come unwrapped mm-hmm. in yeah. the bag. And because of that... Out it went. Now, see, sometimes Miss hmm. Lawson down at the end of the street, or our street, would give out these individual can uh, bags of candy. <laughs> and then she would... It's been a theme today, people. And then she would put like a popcorn ball or something in it. And if we knew that was Mrs. Lawson's thing, because she had like the kids on her street, our street, mm-hmm. she knew she had separate bags for us. And so we could eat her popcorn so ball she because we knew it was from her. For the neighborhood kids, but those rando kids that came in from outside. Well, no, she didn't recognize the kids. What if they had a mask on? No, she always knew us. It was our street because my my but neighborhood. But if you had a mask on, how does she know it was you? She and if there was other did. kids with masks on. How does she not just think that? The, oh, these must be the Hansard kids. No, I'm not not just the Hansard kids. The kids on our street. She knew all of us. But if they and had so, a mask on, how would they know it was her? Or I them, she I just say. knew. She just knew. I don't know how she knew, but she always knew the kids on our street because our neighborhood had hundreds of houses, and so oh, she. Course. But she knew our street <laughs> because we all knew each other on our street. But the kid, I mean, from streets around, you know, she mm-hmm. didn't necessarily know. So she had like an extra, you know, bucket or whatever next to us. Then she'd go, "Oh, well, here's here's I've got something for you," and then the others got regular candy. So she would give a popcorn ball with hers. And we could so you eat didn't hers. Al- then, then you mm-hmm. didn't always have to throw away the popcorn ball. Not hers, but everybody else's we did. Because we knew Mrs. Lawson and we knew did, it came Did she have a little her. tag on it? Now, yeah, she did. Even though the person in our neighborhood that gave out popcorn balls had their name and address on the popcorn ball mm-hmm. and a little tag. Mm-hmm. Phew, Still, Still couldn't out. eat it? Still went out. Now, hmm. are you sure that they threw it away or did they just put it aside and eat it after y'all went to bed? You know, my dad's coming to town this weekend. I'll have to ask him, hey, dad. Did you eat that? Did you eat because my popcorn special? balls? <laughs> Did you have the nickname in college, Popcorn Balls, like I did? Like I said, I don't think I'd admit that. You don't know if that's a Like I said, you don't know if that's a compliment or not. I'm so, thinking it's not. So if you make popcorn balls, or if you'd like to have your popcorn ball judged, send it. Six, six, the phone number. 1533. <laughs> yep, shove it through the phone. Amherst Road. 1533 Amherst Road. Box it up. Send it off. Only one needed because, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh, his name. Yes, man, Tyler Gann. <laughs> we'll try the popcorn ball live on Halloween morning, Tuesday morning. Hopefully we'll have an assortment, a panoply of different popcorn balls for you to try and judge the greatest popcorn ball in East Tennessee. I can't wait. Because the fact, quote, the fact that no poison, no needle, and no razor blade has ever been... I know for a fact we've heard stories. We have heard stories, but did they make those up just so we would... Take our candy to the emergency rooms to be X-rayed, or yeah, because that really helps out when you have kids at the at the emergency room when they're trying to do I don't know emergency room business, needing their candy X-rayed. Come on already, 
crazy stuff. Why so, would they do that? Why would they now know. say that there's never been any? I, I don't know. I, don't, I think that's an urban legend that hmm. there's never been. For some reason, that, 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 that around this time of the year, that urban legend that there's never been an incident kind of circulates, and I'm not sure it's actually real. So, if, you're, if you have a question about the candy, throw it away, because you know they'll make more. And you can always trust the Costco and their $19.99, 45-pound bag of candy. Holy Moses. <laughs> oh, it's only $19.99? For a big, it's not 45 pounds, but it's significant. Oh, I had to buy multiple ones for non-Costco members recently. Well, we're going to have to get, get some because the candy is expensive. It is. $19.99 for a big old pillow-sized bag. Well, then wow. that's not bad if it's good right. candy. Is it good candy? It's all the M&M Mars stuff. It's really good. Do I need to ask you to get me some? <laughs> Well, I'll have to go to Sam's first. Let me go to Sam's and see what they've got. And if they don't, can I do some business with you? Sam's. Hey, I like Sam's. Sam's. Just because you're a Costco guy doesn't mean that Sam's doesn't Well, I was a Sam's guy. Now I realize what Costco is. And I'm like, Sam's. Well, I'm going to go to Sam's and look at their candy then. $19.99 and I should get to... Oh, I took a picture of it yesterday to send to the kid to let her know that I'd gotten her candy. Let's take a peek at the pic. See if, in fact... Oop, wrong phone. Don't even ask. Um... Going back between phones. Uh, let me go. Oh, crap. It may not be here. Hang on. Well, while my... you're looking, can I ask, now that we know that Halloween is on a Tuesday, I we're going to we dress in costume, butter, right? Toasting, uh, toasting. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to okay. do that. But you're looking for something. So mm-hmm. now that we know that Halloween is on a Tuesday, we're going to dress in costume that day, right? You'll dress with me, won't you? Yeah, I'll dress. Okay, I'll dress. Okay, great. You going to dress? Why would I do that? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> why would I do that? Why wouldn't you? I'm asking you, why would I get Because it's Halloween. We okay, dress. then I'll go as a morning radio DJ. Oh, good Lord. Why won't you ever have fun? <laughs> Maybe it's fun for me not to dress up. <sighs> no, seriously. Don't pretend you're put off by it. You know the answer. You only ask the question because you know the answer. Well, I just don't know why you won't dress and have some fun. Because I don't want to. All right, fine. But you'll dress with me, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Because Tyrone would dress with me. Yeah. Even Wilmire so would dress. About? Yeah, I'll dress. So what's the problem? Alex O dressed with me. What's the problem? I just I keep thinking you'll maybe say yes. Okay. Change what, your mind. Why is it so important? Uh, 5.6 pounds for $19.99. Okay. This is, how, this is how I distract her. Get back to the prices. Well, then when, I go, <laughs> well then when I go to Sam's, I'll see what the, the difference is or if there is a difference. Mm-hmm. And if it's comparable, I'll go ahead yeah. and get it there. I but do if plan not, on going I'll back. To uh, Costco, I'm. I think November third. No, think. you go to Costco <laughs> like daily. No, I don't. Uh, you See, go once again, quite making a bit. stuff up as you go along. No, but you go quite a bit because you have well, a little three-year-old that you all go and you know. Go what? You like to go to Costco. You have your routines. We have our fun. Yes, you do. And he, we go to lunch. We go to Costco. Yes. Yeah, trying to turn him into an old man. I will. Um, the way you butter toast says a lot about your personality. All right, I'll tell you. I, I hate to say this. But you had said earlier on the show that you butter every corner and Total everything, and I do too. I don't. I mean, like we know there that to you're be, a control freak. I don't like there to be like we don't know that you are. But I mean, I like every section to be covered. I like everything, and I don't like it to hang over on the edges. I do you, want it do to you be, mayonnaise and mustard differently than you butter? No. Everything has to be covered. I want it to be evenly covered. Same way for me. Do you yeah. leave your butter out so that it is soft and spreadable? No. no. Well, then how do you spread butter on bread then? When I know I'm going to spread butter, I bring it out in time for it to do it. And I also have the um, the butter, uh, what do you call them, crocs, the things that you put, you know, that spreadable butter. The I butter don't use crocs? the sticks. You mean margarine? 
No, I, I, there's butter. You mean soft butter? Yes. That's already softened? Yeah. You mean whipped butter, you mean? Yeah, whipped butter. Okay. I, I use the sticks, you know, you know like for baking butter, and stuff like that's that. That's not pure butter. That's got something. That's, I'm okay with that. Something that makes it soft and spreadable. I'm okay with that. Okay, but it's not pure butter. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Have you checked your bowels lately? My bowels are fine. There's probably a lot of oil in that. I'm okay, okay. with that. There's some. Okay. You know, there's going to be oil in <laughs> some things. Yeah. Right. I just want to make sure that you, you know you need to. Not that you need to struggle while pooping, but if it comes out too fast. That also means it's you've got too much oil in your system. I mine are fine. Mine are solid. Mine are good. They're you know you, I'm you regular. Have make, you have to make at least one noise while going. Pardon? Yeah, one noise. Why do you need to make? Well, because a noise? if you're not making any noise, then you're eating too much stuff that creates easy. You don't. I've read this not too long ago that if your bowel movements are too easy, then you're not properly. You're not eating some, or you're eating too much, and I think it is like greasy foods and stuff like that. There's too much grease, oil, or something in your system. They're not too easy, but right. they're not hard. Yeah, but you need to have a little effort. Having a little effort. Let's get back to the spreading <laughs> your toast. Because <laughs> we're going down a path, so to speak. <laughs> All right, so tea and toast is big in England. We only mentioned it because a new study found that average Brit butters 574 slices of bread a year. And how you butter your toast supposedly says a lot about your personality, which is interesting. I love anything that uh, that pretends to reveal personality. I love stuff like this. Now, this literally, you know, earlier today, I, I had a massive trigger on this because my high school girlfriend, the one thing that just jogs my memory of her every time I take mayonnaise or mustard on a sandwich is the fact that she could not get over my spreading ability. <laughs> I think that's funny, too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I want to Boy, say, could he spread the mayo. Yeah, well, I can say that nothing else got spread in that relationship, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> Nonetheless, which of course, you know, speaks to her and her convictions. And good for her. Mm-hmm. Even if I was devastatingly handsome, suave and debonair and all the things that usually got things spread out for me. But never mind that. Yeah, it triggered a memory of like, wow, she was just so impressed with the way in which I spread... My bread with mayonnaise, <laughs> mustard, or soft butter, and she would just like would go on and on about it. She would tell other people about it, and it, and I said, and I with Which the I memory of hilarious. my wife just recently going on and on about the way I changed it. Like you, you, wait, I thought you were coming back in the car to call AAA. You've already got it done. I'm like, yeah, I've already got it done. I ruined a pair of shoes over this. Yeah, done. Were they some of your twenty nine ninety nine shoes? <laughs> they were some of my thirty dollar hokas from Mortuary and Liz. Yes, um, so. I, it just, it just makes, it just reminds me that nobody ever, nobody considered that I would turn into much. And so they were wild. It's, it's like, well, I don't want to be rude. I don't know. I'm just like, I, I, I'm like, I must, people must have seen me like they saw Kevin on The Office. Hmm. Wow. Like no hope. Like that one woman, I guess one, Amy, sad. Amy, Amy Ryan's character came in and she thought that um, Kevin was special needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe everybody thought I was special needs. I don't think that's. I uh, know. I think you've taken it too far car. there. Oh, look at the way you spread mayonnaise on a piece of no. bread. Oh, good for you. Good for you. You changed that tire by yourself. No, now I think oh. you've taken it too far there. I don't think so anybody thought if, you were special you know, needs. Expectations were so low for me back in the day that people were just impressed by the smallest of things. Oh, 
look at you. You got a D on your test this time as opposed to an E. <laughs> You're really moving up. We had E's in our school, not F's. For effort? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> well, he did put his name I on the a paper. lot of effort. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, psychologists weighed in on how you do it. Says a lot about your personality, the glider. Okay, you just toss some butter on, glide it across the bread once or twice, and eat it. Means you're just laid back, easygoing, and okay with change. Now, because I'm so adept at spreading it across the bread, if it's soft enough butter or mayonnaise, mustard is harder because it's thinner. So you need you need a couple of dips into the mustard jar to get the enough mustard out for me and my personal preferences. But mayonnaise sticks to enough to the fork uh, to the to the knife that I can almost I'm pretty good. I can even knock out two pieces of bread because I bread butter or mayonnaise both sides of the bread on a With sandwich. One dip, one dip, baby. I put enough on wow. there. Whoosh. Well, you know. Whoosh, and then maybe I go back across like a backhand mm -hmm. across. But I, it's perfect. So I wonder if I'm the glider or the total coverager. You know what you need to do for the mustard. What? Use a spoon. To spread? Oh, yeah. Get a teaspoon, just a regular teaspoon that you would eat, you know, a spoon, and get your mustard with that, and then you don't have to double dip Problem for the mustard. The that is that I don't lick the knife, but I do whatever's on the spoon I put in my mouth. Well, that's okay. No, because I don't want that you, much no, mustard. Because you spread the mustard, and, you, and it spreads evenly, and you can get all the way to the edges, and it, it'll do I'll both sides. The, I'll clean the spoon with my mouth before I throw it in the sink, and that's just too much mustard for me. Not if you, no, because you spread it on the bread. Okay, and it's mustard not too will much stick, mustard. Mustard will stick to the inside scooper of the spoon, even if you're spreading it on the back. You you pop, pop, pop. You've tapped it out on the bread, and then you use the back of the spoon to spread yes. it around. I get that. But, but, the, then, but then, trust me, there's enough mustard in the spoon left over no. that when I put it... Well, because oh, at the so edge I of the bread, speak for myself. No, <laughs> because at the edge of the bread, listen to this. At the edge of the bread, the corner, you you do, you do this little scoop thing, and then you go back in, and it takes the mustard out of the no, scoop then of the spoon. It on the crust. Corner. No, no, it doesn't get it on the crust because I don't like things well, on the do crust. What you do. I'm telling do you, what try you do. it, try it. Um, the uh, total coverage, every square inch of the bread must have butter. You methodical, yes. you're methodical, precise, organized, and yes. like to be in control. Yes. Um, when I do a grilled cheese sandwich, I make sure that every surface that will touch the the, uh, the pan is completely coated with butter. I make sure that my flame eye mm -hmm. and my grill pan is large enough that it doesn't curl up the edges of the bread. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you think, oh, well, I'm making a sandwich with a piece of bread. I'll use the smallest mm -mm. of the pans. No, use a bigger pan so the, the bread lays flat, and then you get a nice... Even toast on the outside of the bread. And I also drop olive oil into the pan before I put the bread on with the butter on it. Yeah. Oh, oh it's delicious. Don't agree. Mm. My, wife, my daughter's like, I'm a mayonnaise person. She's a mayonnaise. She likes to put mayonnaise on the Same bread. Same here. And that's pretty good. It's okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Problem is, if you put too much mayonnaise, it all doesn't cook off. And then you get clumpy bites of mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. You don't want that. Mm -hmm. The clumper, minimal spreading. Just one or two pads of butter mashed onto the bread. My mother did you this. Think about, you think outside the box and like to do things your own way. You also tend to be late a lot. My mother did this. She would do four pats of butter on the bread. Is and this, then how, the is this why late. you're late for everything? Because your mother patted your bread and didn't spread it, and that's why you became late all the time based on your mother's way in which she made your nope. sandwiches? I don't think it was mom's fault, mm -hmm. but she would do four little pats of butter, and they would spread out a little bit, but it was never you know, all on it. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. What about you, who's always late to the party? <laughs> I show? don't do that at all. You're not a clumper? No. What are you, by the way? I, I make sure the entire 
The entirety of the bread Total is Total coverage. Yeah. You like to be in control. Yeah. We're all control Would you like to be in control of your own destiny? Because <laughs> <laughs> at this point in time, you're not. <laughs> That's some uncomfortable laughter right there. Is that <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you like some toast with that butter? If you use way more butter than most people, you probably have a happy disposition. You enjoy life and you don't mind overindulging. Isn't that the same as total coverage? Well, but you, it could be total coverage, but it could be like really glopping it on. I mean, have you ever seen people that's like really, I mean, it's just I like, do ugh. that with peanut butter. Yeah. I don't do that with, and I. But not butter. I put peanut butter, hot, pe- I put peanut butter on hot toast. Mm-hmm. And so I get that, if, I, if my peanut butter ain't shining. I ain't happy. Mm. So, do you put, so you put peanut butter on the toast? On you don't open, put it on the bread and then toast it? What I do is I take a piece of toast, I take it out of the toaster, and then I spread it with butter, and then I spread it with peanut butter. Oh, now see, if butter I do a pe- peanut butter sandwich, I don't put butter on it first. I take bread, put peanut butter on it, and then put it all in the toaster oven. Then I you toast must have the to peanut clean butter too. the bottom of your toaster oven a lot because it'll drip off the side of the bread. No, I have aluminum foil at the bottom in the toaster oven. So it does drip off the side on of the bread. On the pan. Mine doesn't <laughs> but it's drip. not it in the toaster oven. It's it's enough, the but it doesn't drip off the side of the bread. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is the proper way to do it. Well, not, to you it not, may be, but I have aluminum foil. My, my toaster oven looks brand new because I have aluminum foil that I put under there. And just like my oven, I have one of those pads I put down there because yeah. I don't like mess. All right. Do you butter to be the crust avoider? You butter the middle of the bread, but you don't go to the edges. It's a sign that you're extremely neat. You don't want to make a mess, so you make sure you're butter inside the lines kind of person. If you're, By the way, coloring inside the lines doesn't mean you don't go up to the edge. When you say, oh, they're a color inside the lines kind of person, that doesn't mean they leave gaps between the no, color and the lines. You have to go up to the edge. You go yeah. to the edge. Yeah, so. you don't go outside the edge, but you go up to the yeah, edge. Yeah, the crust avoider is, is I, probably yeah. a cereal killer. Yeah, probably. Something's wrong with them. As somebody who kills a box of cereal every time they sit down and eat it. That's me. I'm a cereal killer. <laughs> I, I always, You've said that you can't, you can't, I can't eat I can't stop. just a little. Nope. I eat the whole box. And you still do that. I don't buy cereal. I thought, oh, I thought. I don't buy cereal because I know. A moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. So you just don't buy cereal at all now? <laughs> I should say an hour on the lips, a lifetime on the hips, because it takes me a while to get through the box. But I will yeah. sit down and I'll eat it and I'll put, oh my God. The double cider. This is about how you spread your butter and what it means about your personality. You spread butter on both sides. Hmm. I mean, who does that? I don't even think that's a British thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a sign that you're creative, that you live by your own rules and don't mind being the weird one. You know what these sound like? Horoscopes. I'm going to sign this. If you're born in January, if you're a Leo from August, then you live by your own rules. You're creative, but you need to be in control. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The tear and spread, where you tear pieces off and butter them individually. What? Now, you're supposed to do like that with while a while you're eating it? Hold on. The manners that Gammy, my grandmother, taught me, my fancy grandmother, not my country grandmother, she said... As my cousin Bobby would snatch a roll out of the out of the basket of rolls, either at the house or the restaurant, because we learned all of our restaurant manners with Gammy at restaurants all throughout Maryland and Virginia. If Bobby or Susie or I or Michael would grab a roll out of the basket and <laughs> oh, whack it out right on the back of the hand, whack it out, put it down. Gammy then teach taught you, teach you, teach you, put it on the plate, rip a piece off, butter the piece. Eat the piece. Mm-hmm. Make sure you put down your butter knife before you eat your piece. Just realize you're standing up. Why yeah. are we standing up? Are you leaving? 
No. Have a seat. You're making me nervous. Am I making you nervous? No. My, but my, sit down my legs are like restless right now. Okay. Restless leg syndrome? Yeah. What does that say about your personality? I don't know. That I'm always on the go? Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, where are you going? <laughs> Nobody In knows. In circles, probably. <laughs> Chasing his tail. <laughs> I'm paralyzed. I don't know what to do. We told you what to do. I know. <laughs> I Still can't don't do know it. what to do. Can't figure it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're supposed to do that's that's the that's the proper way to eat a roll at a restaurant. Either even even if you're not buttering it, you break it into a bite-sized piece. You do not And you break bread, you don't yeah. cut it. You don't cut the roll? You're not supposed to cut the roll. You break it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would ever cut the roll? <laughs> Some people do. I'll cut the cheese. Gammy yeah, well, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, like that. Let's either. not do that. You shouldn't yeah. do that at the table yeah. either. Wagon yeah. for that too. <laughs> the curler. <laughs> They're referencing a specific utensil, call, utensil called a butter curler. If you use anything other than a knife to spread your bread, it means you're smug and tend to think your way is the best. I'm surprised I don't know what the butter curler is then. You're also good <laughs> at puzzles. I ain't good at puzzles, but I certainly tend to think that my way is the best way. Mm-hmm. You can hit the f-ing highway. Ooh, I got a beat What is going on with me? Every day we got to be. me way too comfortable, Kim. And when you see, you sat down, you chilled me out. See? Mm-hmm. Out come the F-bomb. Yeah, stand <laughs> back up. And I got to stop the tape. I'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> and we're back. See, you sit down, I get comfortable, I drop F-bombs. <laughs> what are we talking Oh, we're down to the final part of this list. These are uh, how you butter your bread means who you are as a person. Barely there. You're just enough butter to get the job done. But what job are you getting done if you just put barely enough butter? You mean like a it's real like, why bother? thin, yeah. thin coating? Now, there's a delicate balance when you're grilling cheese because that's a lot of times Americans more Brits will eat more butter on t- on cheese. Excuse me, more butter on bread than we will. They'll just butter a piece of bread and eat it. That's what they do. Or they'll have a cheese toasty, okay, which is a piece of toast with cheese on it, and that's it. Like My mom op- used to fix op- that a lot. Yeah, you had cheese toasties growing up. Yeah, just a cheese. I didn't toast. know that was called cheese toasty, but well, yeah. over there it is. Yeah. But there's a delicate balance between the amount of butter you put on the piece of bread before you put it on the pan for a grilled cheese between too much and not enough. Because if you don't put enough butter on it, then it'll toast the bread before the cheese is melted inside. Mm-hmm. And what kind of cheese do you use inside your bread for, I, for, a, for a grilled cheese? Generally just American cheese. You know, so I mean, sli- if it's just so a, a quick slice one. of American. Yeah, just As a opposed quick. to sprinkled like sharp cheddar or mm-hmm. something like that. I'll tell you right now, sharp cheddar doesn't melt well at all. Mm-mm. It's terrible. It kind of Nothing melts better like than cheddar was the thing they had for a long time. That's a lie. Mm. Nothing melts better than cheddar. You know what melts better than cheddar? Damn cheese whiz. Cheese mm. whiz melts better. But I'm talking but the pure like the, the deli deluxe slices, mm-hmm. those are the best melting. But I've gotten to the point where I like so many different cheeses on. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I like different cheeses on. Bring the- me my cheese to be <laughs> melted. Forty. Yeah, go ahead. Use a fancy cheese name. Go ahead. In that voice, go pick out a fancy cheese name. Go ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fancy Swiss. Jarlsberg. You know. I made it with Munster the other day. I like. Ooh, I like Munster cheese. Munster cheese. Yeah, Good. I do like. I like. I like different cheeses. But too, truly, if I'm going to make a, a grilled cheese sandwich, it's a quick grilled cheese sandwich. It's just American cheese. Just yeah. grab it and put boring. it on there. Well, I'm at sorry. Least we're Parmesan boring. to it. You know that, right? Huh? You should add Parmesan no matter what the grilled cheese is. Make it with Parmesan. Also, let the cheese melt out the side so it grills in the pan. Mm. It, like, it like Make burns it a little bit, mm-hmm. a little crispy on the edges. A little yeah. cheese it. Or before you flip, throw a little cheese down as you're flipping. 
like a little sprinkled cheese on the actual hot pan. Oh, just and, by itself, and it'll, and it'll it'll cook into the sandwich itself on the oh, outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. You know, I was gonna have a food truck at one point. Uh, yes, grilled cheese, please. Grilled cheese, please. Yeah, sounded cute, didn't it? Um, so yes, <laughs> you could the, still do that. The delicate balance. I know I could. Couldn't I? If I only didn't have a job, uh, you never know. Uh, so there you have it. There it is. Which one are you? The crust avoider, the terror and spreader. The gammy hater when she beats your knuckles with a fork. The gammy hater. 